Welcome to the Internship Show, where each week we explore the ins and outs of early talent programs at companies of all sizes across the globe. Early talent fuels businesses, from startups to the Fortune 500. We're here to provide the information you need to stay informed on all of the amazing opportunities that exist in our world. I'm Parker Pell, and this week I spoke to Renee Davis from Duolingo, a former PR girl, gone university recruiter, who made a career change in university recruiting in 2016. She previously worked at Rue 21 as the Associate Manager of Early Talent, led university recruiting at Arconic, joined Uber ATG, and recruited for teams while also supporting diversity initiatives. Now she manages the university recruiting team at Duolingo. Renee, thanks so much for taking the time today. No problem, Parker. Thank you so much for having me. So we're so excited to have you on the show and be able to represent Duolingo. But first, let's get into your background and journey. What has your journey really been like into the early talent space? Yeah, that's a, a great question. And I think it's it's probably not too uh, far from, from many people's journey. So I actually majored in public relations communications, which tends to be somewhat of a theme amongst recruiters. Uh, and I actually did start my career working in public relations. I worked at Heinz, which is now Kraft Heinz. And what I learned there was... Um, Public relations and communications in some capacity is a little bit more behind the scenes. And what I was looking for was something that would be able to connect me more to people and um, really be able to to make an impact uh, on people's career journeys, um, on people on on a day-to-day basis, really. So I ended up um, joining Rue 21, which is a retailer. I I worked at their corporate office as a talent acquisition coordinator. I wasn't 100% sure if I wanted to do university or if I wanted to go into industry experienced hires. So the coordinator role was great for me. It gave me exposure to both. And I had the opportunity to um, take their university program and their internship program and really build it and build upon it. So the the framework was already uh, in place, but what I was able to do was expand upon what they were doing and own that piece. And that's really where I found this love for the strategy behind university recruiting um, and just the the fact that it changes every year. So early talent is so dynamic. Um, Just when you think you've figured out what works, another academic year starts and students are looking for something different or there's a different way to excite them. So that's where I got the exposure and kind of found this love uh, for early talent recruiting. And then from there, I joined uh, Arconic, formerly Alcoa, which is a manufacturing company where I got exposure to um, more so just university recruiting at a much larger level. So at the time there, we were hiring about 200 plus interns across the country. Um, And that experience was a lot different than a much smaller program based in a corporate office. We were hiring at Arconic. Uh, students in manufacturing plants, more of an engineering background, which was totally new to me. Uh, Eventually, I ended up managing the team there. And then after that, I got into 
tech, and I started my journey at Uber ATG, um, which was nothing short of incredible. So Uber ATG is their self-driving group. Um, so I supported self-driving uh, software engineering teams, as well as the non-tech functions, um, such as strategy, uh, a little bit of design. And then I thought, oh my God, I, I loved early talent, but I really love early talent in the tech space. This is really fun. Uh, what we're working on is amazing. The students are incredibly bright. And ever since then, um, after Uber, obviously I landed here at Duolingo to start a journey with a much smaller company um, that is doing such impactful work and really changing the world uh, through language learning. So that is my journey in a nutshell. It's so great to hear just the, the passion in your voice for early talent. And I would love to unpack a bit more the dynamic aspect that you mentioned You mentioned of early talent. What, what would you say you've learned through kind of your experience at these different companies and throughout the years are kind of the, the, the takeaways in terms of the dynamic component of of early talent or kind of the, the pillars, so to speak, of, of what you've been able to, to learn and really utilize throughout creating and structuring all these programs that you've been a part of? Yeah, I think the biggest learning for me, and I share this uh, a lot, is the moment you think you have it figured out is the moment you start to become stale. So I mean that in the sense again, that you have to make sure that you're continuing to stay relevant and you are doing things that are important, um, not only to, to the prospective student population, but for generations to come. And when you look at the generations, um, since I've started my career in early talent, things have shifted significantly from what millennials valued to what Gen Z values. And it's taking that strategic look every year to make sure that your employer brand um, tells a good story and accurately and authentically displays who you are as a company. It's making sure that you are using both virtual um, and more traditional methods to reach students so that you're not, again, doing the same thing over and over again. And it's really making sure, again, that your, your offers and your program um, isn't only beneficial for your company to hire higher early talent, but also beneficial to the students who are working there, whether they join you after they graduate or they don't, what did you uh, offer to the student that they can take along with them in their career journey, no matter where it takes them and, and continue to be a driving force in their career, whether or not they're with you or, or they go somewhere else. So it, it's truly that reevaluation every year of this is what worked well, this is what's still relevant, this is something new we have to try, or this is something that we should redirect and change course. That is my biggest takeaway of constantly iterating, constantly optimizing, and constantly adapting to those, to those student groups and the student population. I love the end goal of the student in mind, as you mentioned, and that adaptability to the program overall, because I think at the end of the day, through early talent, if a company has the end goal of what's the student going to take away from this in mind. Inherently, the student is going to deliver even more so to the company at, at the end of the program on the project that, that they're working on because they're given so many opportunities and they're, they're feeling like they're valued and embraced in that company's culture and day-to-day -day kind of workings altogether. Yeah, absolutely agree. 
And for, for us, we're sitting here as a, as a student and saying, wow, now I'm taking virtual classes and I am having to land a job virtually. And what do I, what do I do? I'd love to hear your thoughts, opinions on what is a virtual recruitment landscape look like for this, this upcoming fall, whether it's from the employer's perspective um, or the student's perspective. Yeah. So it's going to be an interesting uh, and unique semester for sure. I think both from the student perspective and employer perspective, most of us have never been here before. I think virtual recruiting, uh, even thinking about it last last year at this time, was something that was a little more up and coming. It wasn't something every company was doing. It was kind of on the cusp. And now here we are, we have no choice but to go virtual uh, and not only go virtual, but use that as our primary means of finding talent and uh, students finding finding jobs. So I, I would love to provide more insight. I think the key here is, is we don't have it all figured out, but we are partnering with student groups. We're partnering with universities and career services to hopefully create a plan that is, uh, is relevant to students and, and gets people excited about Duolingo and helps students portray their as well. I think that from uh, a, a virtual recruiting perspective, we have to be aware that Zoom burnout is very real. So from the employer side, we're thinking through how do we have very meaningful, impactful events instead of a bunch of events on campus that people can kind of come and go as they please. How do we make sure every interaction counts? And that also students have an opportunity to not just sit at a tech talk full of 300 other students, but they have an opportunity with us, whether it be one-on-one, whether it be smaller group sessions, whether it be a more personalized event, uh, like a women in tech event or uh, a diversity summit, how do we create these more unique personalized opportunities, again, to be really, really impactful and meaningful within our virtual approach? Uh, I think from the student perspective, I empathize with students right now because it was already hard enough when you're on campus, you meet a recruiter or an employee of a company face-to-face and you're trying to, within what, 30 seconds, one minute, really try to uh, share what you're excited about, what you're looking to do, why you would be a good fit. That was already hard enough. It's gonna be even harder in this type of environment. So I think it's really making sure that students have a resume that they're proud of, that students are looking at their resume in terms of quantification. So what I mean by that is making sure that you have things on there that show the results you've driven throughout your internship. Um, making sure that you are uh, have you have your GPA at the top of your resume. Uh, should it be something that you're you're proud of and you want to showcase? So I think resumes are going to be more important than ever. And I also think making sure you're attending events and connecting with people at those events, putting yourself out there, getting in the chat boxes, is just going to be so important this year. And I think that resumes. And I love the phrase of making sure your resume is, your resume is quantified because I think that resumes now, 
even have the opportunity to be more filled and more jam-packed with what students have been able to use their time wisely and effectively for individual personal projects to start a little side business, so to speak, and show employers in this virtual setting, hey, this is what I did with the extra time I had on my hands around a virtual virtual summer, so to speak. And this is why I, I should be an asset to that company overall in those conversations. And, and it's as simple as making sure as well, if you're in a conversation to have your video turned on, look presentable, even if you're in sweat shorts, but you're in a button down, make it look like you're, you're truly trying. And I think those are the little things that will in turn also stand out. Yeah, absolutely. And also to that point, making sure that you understand what the company does and you can speak to that and make that connection between how you'll add value as an intern or new grad at this company and why you feel connected and passionate about opportunities. That too is going to be more important than ever. And speaking about what a company does, you're here to represent Duolingo. So can you give an overview of kind of who is Duolingo? Yeah, sure. Absolutely. So um, Duolingo is an education tech company. And with that, we have two products. We have a core app, which most people are familiar with when they hear the name Duolingo. And then we also have a separate product called the Duolingo English Test. So in a nutshell, why do we exist? Why was Duolingo created? Um, there are approximately 1.2 billion people that are learning a language in the world today. And the majority are actually doing so to gain access to better opportunities. And in many cases across the world, learning a language is really expensive and inaccessible. And so we were created to uh, provide free content for language learning to people all around the globe, regardless of um, what type of device they have, where they live, their income level, and really the goal is to help them better uh, their access to opportunities. So um, right now, currently, we have over 300 million users using our core product, and we have 90 courses uh, as well on that product. Um, and we're also the most downloaded education app in the history of the App Store, which is something we're really proud of and I think something that we... Um, hope to continue um, as we, as our, as our product continues to evolve. And then the Duolingo English test. So that is a, um, an exam, a, a English speaking proficiency exam. And the mission of that um, is that it's, it's accessible in the fact that it can be taken at home. Um, it is a very affordable test. And a lot of these um, tests are used when applying for U.S.-based uh, institutions for colleges and um, students who are, are living internationally having access to this exam and being able to take it at a much lower cost is our mission there. So Two different products, one mission of making the best education uh, universally available. And I think uh, with regards to our, our product overall, um, that is those two things encompass, encompass our goals as a company. And with such an impactful mission, I would love to learn a bit about kind of what is that company culture like? Yeah, so we are still quite small um, in terms of company size. 
Um, I would say, I would say we're still a smaller tech company. We have about 300 employees at, at the moment. Um, we are growing though. So we are scaling at the end of the year, we'll have scaled by about 75% uh, employee growth from last year, which is amazing. Our company culture overall, we're incredibly flat. So as tech companies uh, begin to grow, sometimes you lose that super flat, super quirky culture. Uh, we have luckily been able to, to preserve that. And I think it makes us super unique. All of our interns and our new grads um, have the opportunity to really make an impact because we value ideas over hierarchy. So you're not going to come into an internship or full-time role at Duolingo and not work on something that will impact our users. Uh, you're not going to come here and not know who the senior uh, level executives are or not have interacted with them. So we really do have this flat organizational structure, which gives university candidates, university hires um, a lot of insight into how the company is doing, um, how to interact with executives, and again, just, just do meaningful work that really is, is impacting the business. We have, we have a super um, dynamic just overall company culture, and we really value employee relationships in terms of building connections, building uh, friendships amongst coworkers, and just understanding who you're working with and knowing them. So I, a, a few examples here. Um, we have things like uh, employee meet and greets in a virtual environment. You can get randomly paired with another Duolingo employee and set up a 15-minute time to chat and learn more about them. We do small group discovery breaks where you'll meet with three other people that you're randomly paired with, um, and you will do something like maybe play uh, Scriblio for 30 minutes or do a virtual scavenger hunt online or a virtual show and tell, again, just to build those connections and build meaningful relationships within the company. And then we also have some pretty cool uh, events that we do that I think are pretty unique to Duolingo. We have a summer hackathon. So back to that point of valuing ideas and innovation, this is an opportunity for uh, interns, new grads, full-time Duolingo employees, which we refer to as duos, to uh, spend a, a few days working on a project of their choice and really hacking something up that, again, will potentially um, change the way we do things here in some capacity, which is another great, great way to innovate and be able to make that impact. It's so great to hear that a company with so many users and growing so rapidly has such a flat culture. And I think it's something that students are more and more looking towards is what's the accessibility level overall. And I love the virtual chats and, and meetups and seems like students that are uh, fortunate enough to be able to be with the company for an internship are going to be able to really experience the ins and outs of the company and, and be able to really make some impactful work. What are, Renee, you and your team kind of looking for and how can a student stand out when they're applying to your, your internship program? Yeah, so I think it, it's a little bit dependent on the uh, function or the team that you're looking to join. Our largest percentage of interns are, and new grads are in our uh, software engineering or on our software engineering team, excuse me. So 
Uh, for that, we are typically looking for computer science majors. GPA, we, we very much value a solid GPA. So something that I would focus on as a student, especially this semester, making sure that you are spending a lot of time um, preparing for exams, taking your classes seriously, and having a GPA that you're proud of. I also think being actively involved in different student groups, especially if you haven't had an internship yet, or you maybe uh, had your internship um, had your internship uh, kind of changed because of COVID, and maybe you didn't get the same experience that you you planned. Making sure that you're involved in any way that you can in different student organizations. If you did do some sort of personal project or do something that is a little more informal this summer, I would put it on your resume. I would make sure to share what you did at a time like this to continue learning and develop your recruiters right now. We understand that things are different. Uh, this summer didn't go as planned for a lot of students, but it's what did you make of it and how can you show that you were still learning and developing yourself during a time like this? And the playing field has really never been more level in, in my opinion. And if a student's fortunate enough to be able to land a Duolingo internship, what can they really expect when interning at Duolingo? So with regards to our internship program, uh, I think we are unique again in the sense that we're small enough that the work you do is, is directly tied to our users. We have one-to-one -one manager intern, intern ratio, um, which means that you're going to get that hands-on guidance and mentorship and learn what it's like to be a full-time software engineer here, a full-time associate product manager here. So you truly get a 12-week experience of what it's actually like to work at Duolingo. Our interns are included in everything from our hackathon uh, to our monthly employee celebrations, and they also have um, a chance to showcase what they did at the end of the summer, which is why I think our projects that we, we have interns work on are so important. We do a project showcase, our CEO attends, our senior level executives attend. So you have that ability to showcase what you're working on and be proud of it and also get feedback from these executives and, and questions from them and explain what you did, why you did it and how you did it, which is really an invaluable experience when you're interning uh, at a company. I also think they leave with just a sense of, of ownership and impact because what we are doing as a company is so impactful that you know the work that you're doing is tied to a mission to help better the world and better, uh, better, I, better, um, provide opportunities for language learning. So there's also this mission piece that is tied to an internship at Duolingo, which I think is really important. And I love that that the mission is so central to, to Duolingo and what you all are, are hoping not only students can contribute to, but also kind of really understand and learn how a mission can drive a company in such hyper growth, like, like you all are experiencing. Is there anything that you're really kind of hoping 
at the end of that internship outside of the, the feedback that they're getting from their, their projects that a student takes away from a Duolingo internship experience? Yeah, so back to my original point of making sure that our experience also benefits the student, something for me personally is making sure that every student who goes through our internship program, one, had an exceptional experience and felt like they were part of the Duolingo family. They were able to build relationships, build connections that will hopefully um, be a part of their career journey for years to come. Also, having the skills, whether they're applied at Duolingo, which is our ultimate goal or not, to be successful. So if you're a software engineer intern and you you end your internship, um, we want to make sure that you feel confident writing code, that you feel confident in your ability to communicate with other engineers. So it's making sure that you leave with these skills that will undoubtedly affect your career for years to come. And that, to me, is the true measure of success when you complete an internship at Duolingo. Renee, it's been so great to learn about Duolingo, the company and the program and, and your journey as well and how you take what you've learned from all your different experiences and brought them into the experience that you're delivering at Duolingo through your through your internship program. Is there anything else or kind of closing remarks you would want to leave about Duolingo, the company or your program? But closing remarks really are, again, to students, we absolutely understand how uh, unique this semester is going to be. Again, we empathize with you. We are here to support you and help you. And I just want to send some encouraging words to students everywhere looking for an internship, looking for a full-time job, uh, that you're not alone in this. We have all experienced road bumps this summer, are all experiencing a brand new fall. So we will absolutely uh, be here to support you however we can and uh, be patient with recruiters as well as we're trying to navigate this landscape. But we're all in this together and we'll get through it. Um, and I, I just I'm best wishes for an excellent fall. And please make sure that you are reaching out to recruiters. You are making yourself visible in the job search process to hopefully land at something that you're excited about. Renee, it's been so great talking today and we really appreciate you coming, coming on the show. Thanks, Parker. It's been a pleasure. So great to speak with Renee from Duolingo, who shared the structure of their internship program, an overview of their company, and why it's such a great place to work as a college student. To listen to all of our shows and get updates on future ones, check out our website, theinternshipshow.com. If you're listening to this on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, we'd love for you to leave a rating or review about the show. This episode is brought to you by Scholars. Scholars matches college students and employers for internships and entry-level jobs based on skills, experiences, and interests. Make sure to tune in next time to The Internship Show and have a great day.